Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Good morning. Turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. This morning for a message titled, Catching. Verse 4, it says, When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let your nets for a catch. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Now you have to understand that these fishermen did not fish in the deep. That's not how it worked with Galilean fishermen. They went out a little ways, probably about where Jesus is now, where the the water was 20, 25 feet deep at the most. And they would go around in a circle with their nets dragging because their nets only went down about 12 feet. And they needed to be near the shore where the shallow water was, where the fish were coming to eat the bugs off the edge of the water. Because the bugs obviously would be closer to the shore than they would out into the middle of of the deep, right? Now, the fish would go to the deep, but they would go deep because when it's sunny outside and the sun's beating on the top of the water, the fish go down where it's cool and they hang out down there and eat little fish and and nets would not reach them. Now, we fish out in the deep because we have poles and we drop our line 20 feet or 30 feet, right? But not these guys. And so it's pretty obvious that Jesus didn't know what he was doing or asking. All the silly ideas. He asked Peter to go farther and to go deeper. Peter, go deeper. That's how we often feel when Jesus asks us to go deeper. I mean, what a dumb idea. What a dumb idea the Lord has. He's asking me to do something that's completely ridiculous. I don't want to go deeper. How many of you have been asked by the Lord to go deeper and you're like, no, that's not smart. That's not good. That's not wise. That's not practical. I remember one time... I was just a young guy, about 19 years old. I'd come back from traveling with my parents, and I was working at Cross Radio in Pocatello, and a friend invited me, her mom invited me and her, to come up to Spokane to go to a Christian workers' conference. She was going to pay for us to go to this Christian workers' conference, and with that, there was concerts. I don't remember all the bands, but I do remember DC Talk, and I remember... I remember Two Hearts, and, and the reason I remember Two Hearts is because they had a song, Holy Fire, it was a, a husband and wife duet couple, and they had a song, Holy Fire, that really was, I just love this song, I played it all the time on the radio, and they were going to be there. And so I was super excited to be there, but then that day during the Christian Workers Conference, we went through a class where I learned how to use the Application Study Bible. It was brand new at the time, Life Application Study Bible, and I remember just going through it and like, man, this is really cool, and how it all works out. Well, at the conference, or at this concert, connected to the conference, Two Hearts was handing out a Gospel of John with a picture of them and their dog, signed. You know, I got to meet them, and they signed it for me to my Gospel of John in Life Application Study Bible format. I was so excited. In fact, there was nothing in my life that I possessed 
at that moment that was more precious to me than that little Gospel of John. I was so excited. And so immediately after the concert, my friend and I went to IHOP to have some late night pancakes. And we're sitting there and I'm starting to look at my little Gospel of John. And she runs off to the restroom. And while she's away, a guy walks into the restaurant who's tripping. Something's going on. He's twitching. And I don't know if he was mentally something going on there or he was on drugs or what. But he's like talking into the air and he's like twitching and acting all funky. And he goes across the, the restaurant. And he goes and sits down across the restaurant from me. And the Lord spoke to me so clearly. And I know it was the Lord because I would never want anything to do with what he was about to tell me. And he said, go give that guy that gospel of John. And I said, no. <laughs> this is mine. It's mine. My precious. I did not want to give that up. And the Lord speaking to me, he's like, go give it to him. And I was like, no. And, and the Lord, then all of a sudden this other thought comes to mind. What if I'm going to use him to reach thousands and thousands for me? And, and would you deny me that? By this time, my friend had come back from the bathroom, and she's looking at me, and she's like, are you okay? <laughs> Apparently, I turned green. The finger of God was upon me. And I didn't say a word to her. I just looked at her, and I looked down at the Gospel of John. And at that point, I had to get rid of that thing. Like, it had to go. And so I grabbed the Gospel of John. I walked across to the guy. I said, excuse me, sir. And I said, I'm supposed to give this to you. And he looks up at me, and he's like, oh, thank you. And then he handed me a placemat with a puppy he'd drawn. It was weird. It was a weird experience. I have no idea what the Lord did with that. But sometimes we're just reluctant to launch out. Jesus doesn't tell him to fish. He said, let down your nets for a catch. Let down your nets for a catch. So Simon Peter lets Jesus know that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Verse 5, but Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Did you notice that? Jesus, the fish are not biting. The fish aren't biting. When my son turned 13, my oldest, it, it was his 13th birthday. We happened to be in Homer, Alaska, visiting the Hurlises in their church. And Jesse said, hey, we should take him fishing for his 13th birthday. And so we went to the hole on the, on, the, on the Homer spit. That sounds funny. The hole in the spit. And the spit is like a little mass of land that goes out into the middle of the Ketchumik Bay. And, and on the edge of the Homer spit, there's what they call the hole. And it's a big hole in the ground that the tide comes in and fills it up. And then the tide goes out and everything that's got came into the hole is stuck there until the tide comes back in. And it's, it's quite large. Probably I'd say about, I don't know, a couple fi football fields across. You know, it's, a, it's a big round hole. And, and there's people shoulder to shoulder all the way around it trying to fish. And you can see the fish. The salmon are in there. And they're just you know, moving the water everywhere they go. And they're going around in circles. And they're moving the water. And you can see them. And, and you know, usually you're, you're you know, throwing in and you're catching fish. And everybody's excited for it. It's overcast. perfect day for fishing. But for whatever reason, the fish just weren't biting. Nobody was catching anything. Everybody's fishing, nobody's catching, except for I, my son, I think, snagged one of them. And he was able to reel it in. But if you snag it, you can't keep it. It's against the law. You have to catch it in the mouth. You can't catch it in the top of the head. And, so, and then another guy caught one in kind of the back. And, you know, Isaiah got to reel that one in. But we didn't get to keep any fish because they were snags. It's, it's a bummer when you go fishing and you fish all night 
And here's an, here's an expert fisherman who does it for a living and he spent the entire night fishing and he was blanked. It was an exercise in futility. I, I don't know if you've ever been there where somebody says, well, why don't you do this or why don't you do that? Why don't you, why don't you fast and pray about that situation? And what do people say when you say that to them? I've tried that. It doesn't work. I remember somebody said this to me not too long ago. You need to fast and pray about that situation. I tried it. It doesn't work. I said, how long did you fast and pray? Two weeks on and off. Really? Because I've been praying for things for years that I'm still praying for. You just get to give up after two weeks? You think that that's it? Seriously? How many of you guys have prayed and the Lord answered it like within a couple days or immediately? How many of you... Okay, how many of you guys have prayed for several weeks, months, maybe a year, and the Lord finally answered that prayer? Okay, even more. Look at that. Okay, how many of you guys have prayed for years maybe, or even just prayed earnestly about something that you so desperately wanted, and then 10 years later you look back on it and you're like, thank you, Jesus, for not answering that prayer. <laughs> right? Because we don't know. His ways are not our ways. And yet we, we have this idea that, you know, hey, if I'm going to try something, I'm, I'm going to give it whatever I think. And whatever I think about it, if it doesn't work in my time frame, then I'm not going to try it anymore. Oh, I tried that. It doesn't work. Oh, you need to do it this way. You know, maybe that's from the Lord. I, I tried it. It doesn't work. <laughs> or maybe you're that person who says, well, I've, it, it doesn't work that way. That's not how it works. I've done it before. It isn't how you do it. And that can be frustrating when somebody tells you to do something that you've done. I've done it. I've been there, done that. Don't want to do that again. And yet the Lord's saying, I want you to do it. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because when it comes to churches, and I think that this is something that, that is frustrating, is that it really all has to do not with the person, not even with the personality or the magnanimousness of the, of the individual, but at the end of the day, it really has to do with God, doesn't it? You know, Pastor Chuck used to say, the right man in the right place at the right time. You know, and, and when you got the right guy at the right town, you know, he may have gone one place and completely, you know, nothing worked out, nothing happened. And then uh, another door opened up in another town after just a, a magnanimous failure, it, it would seem. And he'd go to another place and then the, the multitudes would come in. For that guy, and, and really it has no rhyme or reason when it comes to us. It just really has to do with following the Lord. What's funny about that is, you know, I found out years later that I was the sixth guy that they sent out to Emmett. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.